0: Hello, greetings, and welcome to another episode of Being Healthy, the Shaolin Way. In today's episode, we're going to continue our investigation of ghosts and into why many believe. Most people who believe in ghosts do so because of some personal experience. They grew up in a home where the existence of friendly spirits was taken for granted, for example, or they had some unnerving experience or ghost tour or local haunt. However, many people believe that support for the existence of ghosts can be found in no less hard science than modern physics. It is widely claimed that Albert Einstein suggested a scientific basis for the reality of ghosts, based on the first law of thermodynamics. If energy cannot be created or destroyed, but only change form, what happens to our body's energy when we die? Could that somehow be manifested, manifested as a ghost? It seems like a reasonable assumption until you dig into the basic physics. The answer is very simple and not at all mysterious. After a person dies, the energy in his or her body goes where all organisms' energy goes after death, into the environment. The energy is released in the form of heat, and the body is transferred into the animals that eat us. Wild animals, if we are left unburied, or worms, or bacteria if we are interred, and the plants that absorb us. There is no bodily energy that survives death to be detected with popular ghost-hunting devices. Now, I'm going to go a little further to give you an example of what happens. After receiving reports of strange goings-on in a shopping mall in rural southern England, paranormal enthusiast Haley Stevens searched its gloomy corridors for clues. Stevens had obtained permission to search the premises after hours in 2006. Her search uncovered no evidence of the paranormal, but just as she had finished up her investigation and was approaching a shop window, a loud bang startled her, her, as though someone had struck the glass from the outside. The store, however, appeared to be empty. There was little explanation of what had caused the noise. What Stevens did know was that the site was constructed on the ruins of a castle built in the 12th century by Anglo-Saxons. Excavations of the surrounding town had found tombstones and burial sites. Though Stevens has considered several possible explanations for that night, we'll never know for sure, she says. Tales of the ostensibly unexplainable, sudden chilling, bursts of cold, levitating tables, blinding silhouettes, continue to fascinate and haunt humans in the 21st century. Now, belief in orthodox religion is on the decline, but beliefs in the supernatural, as are popular as ever. More than four out of ten Americans believe that ghosts or demons exist. According to a 2019 poll by YouGov, and over a a third say that they have felt the presence of a ghost or spirit. Such beliefs are equally popular in Britain, where people are more likely to believe in ghosts than the divine creator. While many scoff at tales of the supernatural, academia has not fully dismissed them. Specialists like Christopher French, a psychologist heading up the Amalistic Psychology Research Unit at London's Goldsmith University, investigates seemingly paranormal experiences to find the non-paranormal explanations behind them. He believes experiences are often wrongly misinterpreted as paranormal due to tendencies bred into us through thousands of years of evolution. Help keep us alive. Our brains almost seem pre-wired for what I would call weird beliefs. French cites um, Daniel Kahneman's theory that we have two ways of thinking: a reactionary thought process that comes to decisions quickly but is sometimes flawed in a more accurate but slower process. Though we may see ourselves as rational human beings, um, the reactionary way is our preferred mode of thinking. Thanks to evolution, he says. Consider a Stone Age man hearing a rustling in the bushes. You can either immediately assume it's a threat, some kind of predator, or and you can get the hell out of there to survive another day, French explains. Or he can rely on System 2, the slower, reliant-on-evidence kind of approach, and he may end up as lunch, French explains. That way of thinking would have helped humans escape potential predators, but it also means events can be misinterpreted. Tangled up in this uh, tendency are cognitive issues and cognitive biases like patternicity, the tendency to see false connections in unrelated or meaningless data. It could explain why so many people claim that random events are proof of the recently deceased trying to contact them. Now, pareidolia, the tendency to see recognizable patterns of objects in things such as a face and a cloud, is another example. People are predisposed to seeing ghosts and ghouls where there aren't any. Then there is this intentionality bias. We have an underlying bias that when something happens, someone or something made it happen, French says. The bushes are not swaying in the wind. They must be moving due to something more ominous. Now, testing the paranormal, Stevens, once a believer in the paranormal, is now a skeptic. She spends much of her time debunking paranormal theories on her blog. It is a ghost. Her posts explain how infrared sensors on a camera booth, phones, bleach figures, white, and that the alleged baby jumping over a car is actually a moth, or the ghost. Flying around the table is, in fact, a fly. Like French, she believes a number of cognitive flaws, meaning ghosts and ghouls, are so often used to explain the otherwise seemingly unexplainable. There is a whole pot of biases and psychological training there for the picking. If you go looking for a ghost, you're probably going to find a ghost, Stephen says. Though everyone may share these biases, there is a psychological profile of an individual who is more likely to report paranormal experiences, says Ciaran O'Keefe, a parapsychology researcher at Buckinghamshire New University. People with a combination of hypersensitivity to bodily and environmental fluctuations, as well as a tendency to attribute ambiguous information to supernatural forces, are more likely to report paranormal experiences. Though science cannot still fully explain the human's fascination with the paranormal, understanding human emotions offers some answers. Now, belief in ghosts and spirit seems to be as old as humans, just like our uncomfortable relationship with our own mortality. Incidentally, while paranormal experiences may provoke fright or adrenaline, they can also provide comfort as proof for life after death. At the root of all this, none of us likes the idea of our own mortality. And even more so, perhaps, that of our loved one, French says. Now, this was uh, um, a reading by Luke Taylor. And he wrote the article, Why Your Brain Wants to Believe in Ghosts and the Supernatural. Are there really ghosts? Do ghosts really exist? We're going to explore more your next several episodes, so tune in then for another episode of Being Healthy the Shaolin Way. If you'd like to learn more about the monks of the Shaolin Temple, go to shaolintempleus.org, or if you'd like to donate to this program, donate to Rick R I C K at ferraldmoore. That's F E R R E L D M O O R E dot com. Until the next time, I wish you. Namaste.